everyone and welcome to the Philip show grab your coffee if you have not already and if you haven't um, caught on yet um, I always have some sort of coffee sometimes I do tea but generally it's coffee so listen we're getting into the new year what does that mean for all of us I know in your area you might be thinking of what commitments you're making to yourself <laughs> what, what you're gonna recommit that you didn't really commit to last year, but you put it on paper. But what does it mean this year moving forward? And today we are talking to an amazing person who's gonna give us the insight into how things started, where they are, and what the new season has to offer. An author and entrepreneur with a passion for storytelling and giving back to the community, creator, listen to this, creator of a Shiro storytelling series and founder of Third Perk Coffee House with a book called The Third Perk Coffee, better known as the People's Coffee House. Please welcome Juanita Michelle Juanita. Hi, hey. round of applause. Hey. Round of applause. So hey you? there. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh my goodness. I'm excited to be here with you. Thank you for uh, having me on your show. Absolutely. I am so excited that you're here. Let me give you a little bit of history. So, you know, oh. we're all on social media and we all do, you know, whatever we do. You have your lane and you're building your business and, you know, living your life, doing some amazing things. And I'm over here, you know, just trying to do what I do. And I love coffee, as you heard. And there was third perk. And I was like, what is this coffee place? What is it? Uh, listen, and I was looking online, um, and I love visuals, and I do marketing and all of that, but I was looking online, and I just loved the comforting atmosphere, it just the community vibe, and I was reading about it, and I literally went there, and I was sitting just vibing in the spot, and it was so, so warm and incredible and home, so kudos to you. I'm a huge fan of your work, and I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you said yes. <laughs> you Yay. said yes today. Yeah. So that's dope. That's dope. We have a mutual respect. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You you are doing a lot of things, and I don't want to give the people like a whirlwind of your accolades, but there are so many. But you're passionate about storytelling. And throughout oh some goodness. of your history, that's really what seems to stand out. Um, what is it about storytelling that you find so compelling? And oh one thing share. Um, well, you know, in our African American history, storytelling is so rich. I mean, it is before slaves were, had the ability to read and to be able to write and pass our stories on. We had the gift of storytelling. Mm. And, you know, when you're telling a story, you can pull people in and you can make them visualize what you've gone through, that experience, you can give someone a whole, uh, just, you can just like quantum leap them into another time just through a story. Yeah. And some of the, the best parts of storytelling is really just the inspiration that people will get from your stories. Uh, because every story is not a struggle. So 
some stories are funny. You know, I uh, I did a storytelling event where I talked about splitting my pants on a, a performance floor, you know. Yeah. But the message in that was, although that happened to me, I kept on performing. Like, I did not stop. Wow. And that tenacity when we don't give up during hard times, I, I twisted that into something else because then I was able to relate that to that same perseverance that you have as an entrepreneur, as a single mother, as a wife, as a business mm -hmm. owner, and you know, that don't give up spirit. So yes, yeah, it's so powerful. I love that because I often, you know, one of the biggest um, themes we have here at the Phillips show is everybody has a story. And a lot of times people think, and I'm so glad you opened up that kind of the view, your story doesn't have to be tragic. You know, it doesn't have to be something that is steeped in drama. Or it, you can split your pants, but there's always something to share and always something to inspire somebody just because yeah. you have the courage to share. Yes. Yeah. I, so a part of my family, so I come from a family where we have sat around for years and we just laugh and, you know, that's a part of our family structure, our family culture. And a lot of times we laugh at things that has happened and, and just being able again to capture those stories. Um, and that was one of the, um, the funny thing about the Shiro series is that when I initially thought of doing these Shiro stories, it wasn't so much the Shiro stories. We were, I called it uh, the Shiro speaker series. And mm -hmm. I was really reaching out to women who I consider my own personal sheroes. And I was asking them to share their stories of how their dreams carved their way to success. So mm -hmm. that was the charge in the very beginning. And I didn't give a lot of parameters around that. And what I found over the last six seasons, because we're going in 2024, we will go into our seventh season of Shiro. Wow. Congrats. I know. Yeah. That is supposed to be a perfect number, okay? Right. So yeah. as we're going into our seventh season, and I've seen how these stories have really come alive and the ring of women who have become Shiro's have moved out of my inner circle. So we have a whole voting process. Um, there are uh, I have gotten to know the Shiro yeah. because they're they're outside of my friend group. And the stories that are captured are amazing. Uh, some of them are riddled with trouble, mm -hmm. trauma, struggle, poverty, hurt. Uh, and, and But what you get on the other side of listening to their stories and how they were able to press through or bust through uh, whatever challenges that they had just makes you want to get up and dance. Yeah. And it also makes you and encourages you to understand that you can you can do it. Like, mm. yeah, in you, you got it. <laughs> I love, I mean, I really love that because there's um, there's such a power you know, in yes. sharing. There's such a power yes. in sharing. And um, 
and you never know. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. You just never know what's going to touch somebody's life. What's going to change that it. That is so true. You, know? you, just, you just don't know. So, um, so for your, for your Shiro series, I know you have a lot of things that are centered around community. Yes. And you are an inviter of experiences. You're an inviter of people. You're a welcomer. I might be making up words. I don't know. But you welcome people um, to where you are. You create the spaces for people to share in the arts, share in just laughter, share in lived experiences. Tell me about Third Perk Coffee House and where did that idea, what is it and where did that idea come from? So, and it's funny that you call me an inviter. <laughs> so the funny story about the way that the coffee house came about, there was two things happening. I was at the end of my educational career um, as far as me uh, pursuing education. I was working on a doctorate. Um, I did not complete that degree, um, but I was working on that doctorate uh, and I knew that those student loans were going to start looking at me and wanting to be paid. And I wanted to create a revenue stream that would pay for my student loans. And so I wouldn't have to be impeded on the burden of those loans um, in the lifestyle that I had built for myself. I didn't want to sacrifice what I was doing for paying my student loans. So I built a business to help get rid of those loans. But I also built a business that was going to provide for me what wasn't available for me in Dayton, Ohio at the time. So at the time Third Perk came along, there was not an urban coffee house. There was not mm. a coffee house in the city of Dayton that was going to be playing the music that I wanted to hear. Uh, mm. The art wasn't reflective of me. Uh, the food wasn't reflected of me. And there was no culture about in a coffee house that was reflected of me or my city that I understood. So when I started building my coffee house, I was inspired to incorporate our history and music in the building of the coffee house. I wanted mm. to, I didn't want to, but I created um, lattes, our specialty lattes celebrated our musical culture. So we have A Fantastic Voyage, which was named after wow. a hit song by Lakeside. We mm. have A Sugarfoot, which is named after one of the Ohio Players um, members. Uh, the Zap. Uh, we have A Dunbar, which is named after one of the most famous African-American poets. And it is also the name of my alma mater. I graduated from oh. Collins Dunbar. That's so... You know, we, we have all these things. We also have a coffee, a latte that was named after Irma Bombeck, who um, we gave that title when we went into the library systems. So we celebrate Dayton as a whole. And we opened this space. And what happened was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. It was so much greater than I ever anticipated. Because when we opened up those doors, people came in and they did feel welcome. But that was the mission. The mission was to greet, to understand what you wanted, and to provide you with what you wanted, whether you knew what the name of it was or not. <laughs> so, right, right, you know, right. We are a traditional coffee house. 
So if you go into a traditional coffee house and you ask for a macchiato, macchiato means marked with milk. So that means you're going to have espresso with a little bit of milk. That's a far cry from what a very um, popular coffee house has created. So people come sure. in and they ask for a macchiato. And I would ask them a question. I said, do you want a caramel macchiato? And they'd be like, yeah, that's what I want. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know how to make that. But that's not exactly what we called it there. And then I would educate them mm. on how to order what they wanted so that we would make sure that every time you got the same drink. Mm. It wasn't to be snooty. It was to to really let people be comfortable and, you know, to get some knowledge. I think knowledge is empowering. Um, I think the more I know, the more options I have. And, you know, you can save a lot of people from looking real silly if you just tell them what it is. You know, I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be fair. You know, yes. I was um, I was I was talking to somebody and I was pronouncing this. Oh, OK. So this is a sidebar. But I was watching this movie. I loved it. I called it Contagion. And I was like, oh, this movie Contagion is so good. And I just kept talking. I just kept talking. I was like, it's so good. And this, she's like, wait a minute. Do you mean contagion? I was like, is that how you say it? Then say it like that forever. So, you know, knowledge is knowledge saves lives. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's like, I had a friend and he was saying, I want to go play billiards, billiards, billiards. He, he was saying it. He, he was trying to be fancy. And I said, I said, you're talking about billiards? And he looked at me and I was like, yeah, you're going to play billiards. Billiards. Yeah. yeah. I got another. And then we'll, we're going to get back on track, but I got, I got one more. I got one more. So, so, uh, so I'm in Atlanta over my friend's house, right? Okay. I'm in Atlanta over my friend's house, and she asked me something like, "Where's the dog?" And I was like, "Well, the dog's out on the uh, the credenza." She's like, "Where?" And I was like, "On the credenza outside the sliding doors." She's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "By the patio, by the credenza." <laughs> and she was like. That's not a credenza. I had no, that my whole, listen, my whole life, I've been sitting, drinking my tea out on the credenza. When she told me what a credenza was, I was like, I had no idea. So knowledge saves lives, reputations. Listen, it Get does. all of that, all of it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay, so let's back chat. On the credenza, I feel you. Listen, I, you know, the lanai, the patio, the credenza, oh. all the same. <laughs> oh, that I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now, so tell me, I know that, I know you're in the midst of just a lot. It's a new year. One of the big words that we had to go through this past couple of years, first of all, we went into COVID and we had to pivot. Then we had to come out of COVID and then try to figure out how to pivot. As entrepreneurs, it's always, okay, so how do we move from flow to flow, passion to passion, business to business? And I know, how are you pivoting in the 2024? So I have abandoned pivot because in, 20, uh, oh. in 2024, I am shifting. So our Shiro now. program has a shift. Um, our Shiro program, since its inception, has been six 
she rose on six different events. This year, we have um, joined forces with the Human Rights Theater, and we will host a one-day mega mega event at the Human Rights Theater, the Loft Theater in downtown Dayton. We will have a one-day event. So we are shifting our Shiro program. Even Third Perk Coffee House has a shift. So I was blessed to be able to purchase a building in West Dayton in 2022. And I bought that building to create what I call the Soul Food Carryout, which will open in February. What we're going to do is we're going to build out on that property. We will have a drive-through version of Third Perk at the Soul Food Carryout. So I will, I will be operating two businesses at that one property. And I am so excited about it. Wow. So unfortunate for someone like yourself who loves the ability to come into the coffee house and have that intimacy, I really had to, I'm going to bring it up, I had to pivot away from that because it wasn't serving me any longer to operate with that business model. Uh, yeah. Downtown Dayton is inundated with coffee houses and mm. um, it wasn't sustainable for me to be in an environment that has less than 250,000 people in its metropolitan area. We did not have enough people coming into downtown Dayton to sustain the number of coffee houses that are opening. So gotcha. it was, I did what was better for me and my business. And that takes, um, that takes a lot of courage. I know that was probably emotional because that's what you wanted to do. But looking at the numbers, it's like, well, what's best? For, um, for the, the Soul Food Carryout, it's gonna be opening in um, February. What can we expect from the Soul Food Carryout? So what you're gonna get from the Soul Food Carryout is an exquisite menu that was created by Chef Mark Brown. Um, Chef Mark Brown is a Dayton native. He has been wow. in Atlanta for uh, probably the last two decades. And mm. he is he has crafted a menu that gives us that home comforting meal, but we are going to prepare it in a healthier way. So mm. we're not sticking to fried foods. We're doing a lot of roasted and grilled foods. Uh, we're cooking with healthier meats uh, and it's not going to be full of grease. So we are mm -hmm. considering some of the health issues that we have in our community on the West side of Dayton, but still offering a, a mm -hmm. healthy, delicious fare. So like smack your mama kind of food, but again, delivered in a healthier fashion. That's wonderful. And your whole, um, the whole, I don't want to say organization, but the whole location is all going to be carry out. You'll be able to drive through and get your coffee and the food will be carry out. Yes. So um, we do live in Ohio. We are mm -hmm. going to offer some outdoor seating. Uh, we're working mm -hmm. really hard to provide a beautiful outdoor space. So in the good weather months, you'll be able to sit down outside and enjoy your meal. Um, there will be an awning that will protect you from the sun. So uh, we're looking forward to um, people enjoying that whole space. And we've got some, we're, we're bringing some old school third park into that space too. So just, just to let you know, 
We're yeah. bringing yeah. art. We're bringing art. So there will be some public art on the property. And we're bringing spoken word to the property. So we have already mm -hmm. um, partnered with some folks to bring spoken word to the space um, during June, July, and August of next year. Wow. Wow. Let me ask you this, just as a kind of like an elevator pitch, if you will. Okay. What does um, the combination, is it going to be Third Perk and the, what's the name of it now? So it's going to be um, Third Perk, um, just Third Perk, a, a drive-through Third Perk. Um, mm -hmm. And then Third Perk will have a window where you can walk up to or you can drive through. Mm -hmm. And then the soul food carryout mm. has a door where you can go in. And there will be two high top tables for people, like if they want to sit in and eat, but it's really only going to be mm -hmm. a space for maybe, maybe four people to have a seat. It's not, it's really not built for, you know, to hang around. For that location, the two businesses, one location, people can get all of these things. The spirit of the business, you want people to leave with when I when you have people coming to visit what do you want them to leave with um I want them to know that they are appreciated that I want them to feel like they spent their dollars and they got a product that was equivalent to the money that they spent um I want them to feel like they were appreciated and that uh we understand that you have a choice and we're going to be grateful that we're your option. But the main thing I want people to get is that they got a quality product in the West side of Dayton for, from a company that really looks to be a part of the West side of Dayton, that whole community. I grew up on the West side of Dayton. So I'm tickled to be mm. on the West side of Dayton and, you know, catering to a community that has been overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's interesting that you say that too, because you've, you're the author of a book discussing yes. third perk coffee yeah. house. And, and I want to say that there's probably some nuggets in there. Tell us about the book and what's the purpose of the book. So this is, the People's Coffee House. In 2020, I um, I reached out to a few people because people were calling us the People's Coffee House and all the time. But I wanted people who weren't coming into the coffee house to understand why that name meant something. And I reached out to some folks that were really spending time in the coffee house. Uh, really embodying that whole notion that we are the people's coffee house. And mm -hmm. when I say that, uh, it's because when you come into third perk, you will come in and there might be, uh, young people, there may be senior citizens, there may be, uh, worship leaders, uh, spiritual leaders, political leaders. Uh, you might see an Alton Brown from the food network. You might see pilots from Paris. You never knew who you was going to run into at the People's Coffee House. Uh, mm. Many of the national com um, comedians that would come in 
would find her way in the coffee house. I mean, it would be amazing yeah. what would, like, just what would come in to the coffee house. And, and they're having meetings. And, you know, I would, I'm ear hustling on what's going on in the city. It's like, <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> oh, so, they're making that, know, that, making that macchiato look. What? I love it. Who did what? You know, <laughs> but but it. So people would say, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, "I'm the coffee house lady. I know everything." Yeah. So you know, it was such a wonderful space. And then people were creating things there. People were finished their finishing their dissertations, writing plays, writing books. Artists was coming and they were painting. <laughs> You know, writing poetry. Yeah. People were falling in love. All kind of stuff that was going on in that coffee house. But then you had some people that just came in just to be a part of it. I was thinking, yeah. But but wait a minute. Then you had some other people who understood what Third Perk After Dark meant. Okay? Oh, there's an after, there's an after it was dark. A, it was a Third Perk After Dark. Yes. Sip it. Sip it. <laughs> And we were, look, we were like, ah. Lord, we would dance. We would have so much fun. So yeah. this book was written in four quarters. And the first quarter really talks about me, who I am, the family that I've come from. It talks about my children. The second quarter really addresses the steps that I took in order to raise money, to, to open up the business, the, the resources I used to create my business plan. The third quarter is all about the people. So mm -hmm. there's about 20 people who lent their stories, their poems, uh, just so much. And some of them were just testimonials, but there's pictures, um, I, this is one of my favorite parts of the book. It's translucent sheets. I'm fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. So, you oh, know, wow. it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful book. And mm. it's such a keepsake. Uh, so, I'm very proud of it. Um, I'm not proud of it just because it's beautiful, but I'm proud of it because it's so well written. And and it's an easy read. And I had someone read it and she come, she brought me the book and she's crying. I'm like, why are you crying? She was like, I was just so inspired. I was just mm. so inspired. And I was like, yeah. I, I can't wait to hear people's stories about reading this book. Mm. And unfortunately, we did decide to close our doors. Like I said, so although we have closed our doors, we ever have this publication that people can re recall and reminisce on those times that we had. Um, this book really focused on the space that was at 46 West 5th Street. The mm -hmm. space, the original Third Perk, um, which closed right after COVID. So mm -hmm. when COVID occurred, we were on the outside of our lease. And we decided, because it was so uncertain, to go ahead and close and to find yeah. a new home. And we landed at 146 East 3rd. I'm really, I don't 
really regret one moment of it. I've I've enjoyed every moment. I love that you use the word shift and not pivot. I love that. I'm gonna take that with me because as you're talking, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the shifting of it all. You know, yeah. and um and one thing that is just very clear, your um, your presence and your impact on what you're doing really exudes experience and care. You're very intentional about the care that you give to people so it can improve or enhance their oh. experience. And that's really, really awesome to, to know and to see it tangibly in books, to see it tangibly in coffee. We're gonna see it tangibly in soul food. It's just wonderful, yeah. Well, it's all about the people. So. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who said it, um, but someone just recalled, you know, people will always recall how you made them feel. Yeah. And if you feel like Juanita came in and like Godzilla and stepped on your fingers, you will mm -hmm. remember nothing but pain. That's yeah. when you think about me, you're going to think about pain. And when I'm, I'm praying that when people think about me, that they think about a woman who was happy, um, a woman who really wanted to bring some others joy. Um, but then, you know, it's gonna be some people that caught my need on the wrong day. And it's like. <laughs> Remember it's me like, like that too. It's like, guess what? I asked for it and she gave it to me, okay? You had, you had time that day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because guess what? That's in me too. So. Yeah. But I am, like I, like I like to say, I am a well-rounded individual. And, you know, I, but I'd rather love because it's so yeah. easy to love. And, and that's really all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. I, well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all this with me. I am so excited about your 2024. Oh and I can't, listen, I can't wait to come and just experience everything, experience the shift. Uh, for somebody who's listening, you gave us so many inspirational moments, but I know 2024 to some isn't going to be as easy as a shift or as easy as a transition. I'm not saying it's easy for you, but you already have your game plan going. For somebody who's looking to the new year now and saying, I don't know how to shift. What, mm. what would you tell Oh my them? goodness. I'm so happy that you asked. So my, I am an educator by trade. That is my career. I am still an educator. Uh, but I have actually created a workshop, a visioning workshop. And that workshop, I do complimentary once a month. It's really for that person who doesn't know who really doesn't have an idea of how to formulate a plan to move themselves forward. So I love what we get out of those visioning workshops because it gives you an opportunity to really clear your mind and really focus on different areas in your life and really gives you the freedom to close your eyes and to think about how you want these things to look in your future. And a lot of times we don't have the privilege to do that. And those workshops really help. I'll send you the information. Perfect, that'd be wonderful. And I'm sure that people are gonna listen. People need a roadmap sometimes. They need to know like, okay. hey, I wanna get there. I just don't know the how. And to partner with somebody who can give those 
those stepping stones is amazing. Thank you for that and offer. And it's free. It's and free. It's, and we like free. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Juanita Michelle, thank you. People's Coffee House, I love it. Thank you thank so much. Thank you, Stella. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That is Juanita Michelle, the People's Coffee House. There's a shift going on in 2024, and she was here to help us figure out when to shift, what to shift, and why to shift. And if we don't know, there is um, a course and a workshop that we can take. I'm so excited about the things that are to come for her um, in 2024, as well as for you. Go to philipwork.com for more and all of the links for Juanita Michelle and everything that she has to offer will be there. And remember, you are the best you in the world and everyone has a story, even you. Don't